The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Not all that glitters is gold. Half the story has never been told. Because righteousness governs the world. Come take a musical journey. From the suburbs of Long Island to the ghettos of Kingston. A heartbreaking overdose. A disturbing discovery. The last chance to redeem a stolen legacy. Broadcasting live and direct from the rolling red hills on the outskirts of Kingston, Jamaica from a magical place at the intersection of words, sound, and power. The red light is on. Your dial is set. The frequency in tune to the Rootsland podcast. Stories that are music to your ears. In the reggae anthem, Get Up, Stand Up, the Wellers sing, not all that glitters is gold. Half the story has never been told. My friend Brian always dreamed he could make the world a better place. Maybe by me telling his story, he still can. Consequence Podcast Network presents Rootsland Season 1 Reggae Junkie Joe. Whole barrage of righteous people out there. Because sometimes the story is the best song. So you want to be a rock and roll star? No? Well, how about a podcast star? Well, as it turns out, there's a new all-in-one platform just for you. It's called Anchor, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and, you know, everywhere else in, uh, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, no minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Consequence Podcast Network. (laughs) 
Hey, welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org. Consequence of Sound, the Consequence Podcast Network. Thank you so much for checking out the uh, the episode here, making your way to this series. Hopefully, you like what you hear enough to subscribe. Uh, I put out three new interviews every single week, a brand new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So if you want to keep up with your favorite artist, if you want to discover some new ones, hit that subscribe button. Uh, let me uh, let me do the work for you. In fact, you can subscribe at iTunes and Apple Podcast, at Spotify, Acast, or YouTube, where you can find the video versions as well. Again, just Kyle Meredith with. And I'm Kyle Meredith, the guy in the uh, the title, the guy talking right now. Today, my guests, plural, I'm going to be talking with Papa Roach's Jacoby Shaddix and up-and-coming rocker Jarris Johnson. We're going to be getting into both of their new releases and the collaboration that put them together. That's Last Resort Reloaded. Uh, We're going to hear what that 2000 hit has come to mean with regards to mental health. In fact, we're going to have Jacoby diving back in time to talk about Infest's 20th anniversary. That was the debut LP from Papa Roach. Uh, It hit its 20th anniversary last year. At the same time, uh, Jarris Johnson just dropping his very first debut EP called My Sword. Uh, Jacoby's also going to be getting in, uh, you know, when we discuss mental health, uh, there was alcohol abuse, but he's been clean for a long time, and how Jarris sees this while navigating his own new fame. Now, now Jarris Johnson, who got uh, popularity within uh, TikTok, also takes us through the songs that make up My Sword and why that turn of the millennium rock is so meaningful to him. He's also collaborated with uh, Chad Kroger of Nickelback. Uh, He'll tell us about his desire to take rock music back to the forefront of popular culture where it was at the time back in the early 2000s. And we're also going to get an update on both of their future plans. That includes more collaborations from Papa Roach, a second greatest hits, and a brand new album in 2022. So let's get into this. It's Kyle Meredith with Papa Roach's Jacoby Shaddix and Jarris Johnson. Yeah. That's a that's a hell of a hello right there from both of you. Yeah, <laughs> it's cool to have both of you here. The the reason being, uh, you both sort of got new releases that we're working on here, but also there's a collaboration, and we're gonna. I want to hit on everything involved in everything that I just said right there, uh, but we'll back it up. So what I'm talking about is a couple things. Um, for Jac- uh, Jacoby Infest turned 20 in the past year. I know you're also working on a new best of album that's coming out. And Jareth, congratulations, because you just released, I guess it's the debut EP with My Sword, right? That is correct. Yeah. So this turns out uh, on your EP, you do a new version of Last Resort, the Last Resort Reloaded. And this has turned into more than just a collaboration from what I've seen. I mean, I I guess there's a bit of a mentorship happening here. Is that right? (laughs) That's one one way to put it. He's like, um, yeah. yeah. Jacoby's like my co- really cool uncle that lets me break all the rules and eat junk food, you know. That's, <laughs> that's what he's like. No, it's been it's been great. Yeah, this this whole thing, you know, over the the way it's all unfolded over the past couple of months has has been very just magical, you know. And there's just been an energy to it the whole time, and it and it hasn't stopped. <laughs> you know, it just it hasn't yeah. stopped. The song came out three weeks ago and it's already almost at four million streams and you know it's like it's just the the energy behind what has happened here is just it's incredible so Jacoby for for you yeah for you I mean checking out Jairus's music right here 
what attracted you to it? I mean, because there's a lot happening, obviously, with this song. I mean, do you hear, you know, the DNA of what you've done in this, or is it something you're hearing that's brand new? Well, I mean, we saw we saw Jared Jarris on TikTok, right? And so our friends hit, hit hit us up. Yo, check this out, man. This dude dropped this this remix kind of thing, and at the end of it, you know, it was a little tag in it, like, yo, just imagine if I get like a P Roach collab out of this. And we saw that, and I was like, oh shit, this kid's legit. And so we, we were down kicking, doing drums, and I had Jairus, invited Jairus out to the studio. And uh, we just clicked, man. We just, I, I'm always into checking out new artists. I'm really got a, a ear for listening, you know, to this modern music these days and where people are taking rock music and, you know, where t- people are taking hip hop and electronic music. And so I'm always trying to discover something new. And Jairus was that cat, you know, and I was just like, all right, this kid's legit, you know, and I, he came to the studio and I was like, I'm a vet this kid, like to see if he's the fucking real deal. I mean, yo, what's like, what's your pedigree, dude? Tell me about where you came from. And I, and I learned a lot about Jairus in that meeting. And I was like, all right, let's, we started trading tracks, you know, I was playing him new Papa Roach and he was playing me a bunch of his stuff. And I was just like, oh fuck, dude, this is like, you're a real artist. It's not just like some cat just making noise on TikTok. It's like, he's an artist. He's using TikTok as that platform. And it was just like, all right, let's go. Let's get in the studio and take this motherfucker to the house. And uh, we did that. And then people heard, you know, what, what Jairus had brought to the table and, and us blessing the track. And the next thing you know, we're like, now we're making a music video for it. And I'm like, oh shit, like, let's go. And uh, it's just like Jairus said, it just kind of like keeps, it's like it's happening and now it's f- almost 4 million streams on Spotify platform. You know, that's, that's not counting Apple. That's not counting where people, other places, people are listening to it. It's, it's just exciting. I think Jairus really brings something fresh, modern, original and different to the table right now. And that's what I think it, that's what music needs is people that are just being authentic to themselves and being real and not giving a fuck about this or that. And the other, it's like, who are you? And uh, to see his self-discovery, you know, through his EP and what he's doing, it's like, fuck, man. I'm, I slap, dude, I rock that EP hard, bro. I've been listening to it so much, dude. I, it's all the, your son. Your son just makes you do it, right? Dude, some of that bass work, dude, I got to say, dude, Rose is red, bro. That that one just, <laughs> it's dope, yeah. bro. Well, when you got, when it, especially in your truck speakers, bro. That Yeah, I got them slappers. Geez. Yeah, I'll echo that, Jairus, too, because, uh, you know, you talk about that bass work. One of the songs that really stands out for me on it here is the track called Under, which has a completely, I think, different feel from everything else that's happening on the record. I, I don't know if you had any kind of grand vision going into this or, or, or this is just how it turned out. But how does that one really fit into what you're doing and, and, and really what uh, what he's talking about here? To be honest, that's just an old song. Like, I just made that a while ago. <laughs> you know, like I kind of made that like. You know, as an artist, you're kind of constantly, especially like an artist like me, who's just kind of now like I'm like having a coming of age like moment in a way where I'm like kind of really realizing like who I am as an artist, you know, or like or like where I could be, what I could be or where I could take things. And so I had just made that like. I had made that before I was on TikTok. Like before it was like, that was just a song that I have had that I was just sitting on. So I just lumped it in with everything. And so that's that's the honest reason why it sounds different. You know, it's because I, 
I hadn't yeah. I hadn't quite like reached my like I hadn't quite evolved my sound or like my vocal style or my you know my production style to be kind of what it is now or like where it's going but but that was still a really cool snapshot in time of like you know it's a cool song still so I was like screw it I'll just put it out anyways better put it out now I mean it'd be even weirder later so might as well just put it out now and just kind of show people like a little different vibe or like side of everything so there's a there's a part of this uh, Jacoby I wonder how you react to this too because especially when you have an artist as yourself uh, uh Jairus coming from TikTok the songs are shorter that that's I mean that's part of the conversation right now but what you can do in two minutes used to be what we were told to do in three and a half minutes and how that's that's working in there uh, Jacoby is that something you notice is that something you're I mean can you figure out that type of songwriting yourself <laughs> well you know it's trippy that you bring that up man it's like I've been doing a lot of research in like modern music and what people are doing and shorter songs is definitely part of it, but that isn't anything new. It's like, you listen to the old Motown tracks. It's like, they were two, two minutes, maybe two minutes and 10 seconds, two minutes and 30 seconds on the long side of one of those tracks. And so it's, it's trippy because now I'll go listen to like some of the stuff that I grew up listening to. And like, when you get into the bridge and the middle eight or the middle 16, it's like, I'm like, just give me the fucking hook. Give me the fuck out of here, dude. Like it's trippy how it's changed the way that I listen to music. And even on our last like two records, bridges have now kind of become this, this section where it's not about new lyrical information. It's more about something musical. What musical, what musical section can happen here to break up the pieces and treat it more like, you know, not, I'm going to take you to this other key change in, in this other place. And it's got us experimenting with the way that we, we approach music. And, you know, even with our first big hit last resort, it's like the arrangement of that song. It's very, I mean, it is a three minute, three and a half minute song, but the arrangement is, it's odd H. as fuck. So like, weird. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is right. It's just picking it apart. You're like, Whoa, what the, where the fuck? It's an adventure. It's a journey. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you, you bring that up and I'll take that bait too, because that's, that is the collaboration that uh, kind of gets all this started here with Last Resort Reloaded. And since the album turned 20, I, I do want to play a little past and present here. What did that song say then, as, as we heard a lot, especially in the interviews back then, what you were telling the story versus what does it say now? Is it anything different that it gets to say now? Because the conversation from where that song came from seems to have morphed and changed a lot in the last 20 years. Oh yeah, man. I mean, it came from a space of dealing with, uh, you know, one of my best friends attempting suicide and then me trying to make sense of all that and putting it into a song. I write a lot of my, I write most all my music in first person. Not every song is always about me. And uh, it was a powerful thing to be able to take that emotion and, and put it into music. And it spoke to a lot of people. Um, people have found themselves in some real dark moments in their lives and um, this music is, is it's about confronting that dark space and bringing it to light. And, uh, you know, Jairus brought it and put his own flip to it. So I'll let Jairus speak on that. Sure. Yeah. I, I, I kind of felt like, um, you know, like a similar way of like how the song has evolved in, in terms of the, of its place in culture and, and kind of what it makes you feel now. It's like, you know, it's like, it's really evolved in its place in like meme culture and like, you know, and it's really, yeah. it's really the, the feeling you get from it now 
is is a lot more to me one of positivity you know and and actually nostalgia and energy and like you know kind of kind of happiness so i i took that you know form of it and just you know like i just as everybody have been through you know a variety of dark things and you know like poor mental health states and all that kind of stuff but you know right now and and where where i'm sitting right now uh life is really good and i wanted to i guess always be authentic with like where i'm coming from emotionally you know and so when i made the remix i kind of just went in more of a like hey, like kind of shining a light on maybe like where like I came from with that stuff or like where where one would come from, from that, but more placing it on like, yo, like you can overcome it and like life is good and like it's it's worth living now. And it's, right. and it's, and yeah. it's dope. Look, life rips, bro, just, life rips. And just kind of bringing more of that confident, fun, like energy to it, you know what I mean? And um and cause that's kind of the way I feel like the actual song has evolved as well, you know? So I don't know. It just seemed, it just seemed fitting. And, and again, you know, 20 years ago when that song came out and, and Jacoby, you, you know, as well as I do, I mean, the conversation around mental health, it wasn't the same. Like you could talk about suicide as you did and everybody understood what you were saying. And, and, and as we know now through, you know, through history, you know, you, you had issues even after that, you know, that, that you were having to deal with. I mean, for you, have you seen that conversation really blossom a- as well? Most definitely. It's something that, you know, in, in current culture, mental health is the new, fr- I guess, uh, forefront of our health and well-being as humans. Um, we've learned a lot through modern science about the physical body. Um, but the mind is the next space where we are venturing into. And it's, it's a conversation that has been dying to be had, you know, because you look at the old sanitariums back in the day and like the archaic things that they were doing to people to cure them of their ailments. You know, it's, it's, it's we've come a long way. And uh, I think conversation is a great space where we're at is now we're willing to hear each other and understand each other. And I think that my friend said, he's like, you want to know like how we're going to evolve? He's like, you want to be a fucking genius, Kobe? He's all, be compassionate. And I was like, he's like, compassion is genius. And I was like, yeah, I'm into that, man. And so to really be able to look at somebody where they are and, and having compassion for them and understanding and get lending an ear, like that's powerful shit, man. That really is. And I've, I've found that you know, when I open my mouth and I talk about what, what's, what's, irk, you know, twisting me up, it's like, I find that, and there's someone willing to lend me an ear. It's like, it helps. That's all I'll say. It helps. And I will be, I've been that to other people, you know, in real life situations. And, and I feel that that's a, that's compassion. That's empathy. And uh, let's not lose that people. You know, I urge people don't lose that man. Cause that's how, that's what's going to take us to the next level as a people, I believe, you know, so that's how I approach life these days is, is uh, to be an open book and also be compassionate and empathetic um, towards people because everybody's got their own can of worms they're fucking dealing with, you know, no matter how good we paint it, right. Everybody's got it. And you have, you, you've gone through the ringer on this. You know, we talk about, 
this album being some uh, infest i mean being somewhat you know autobiographical yeah. whether you're talking about yourself or not uh and then of course what happened afterwards i mean you were still even with success you were still dealing with the mental health issues you were still dealing with depression and now you have to do it on a world stage which only amplifies yeah. all of those causes how, like what's yeah. the comp like how do you how did you make it through how did you get to the good point that you're in now yeah well i'll tell you my solution for all my problems back in the day was drinking and drugs you know what i mean straight up it was just like i was straight to the bottle dude it was the quick fix for me to feel okay in my own skin um and that that was not like a long-term um the, the efficacy was in that was nil <laughs> you know what i mean and i i went to the bottom dude and i had to hit rock bottom and face like who I'd been running from. And once I did that, I started to grow, you know, in 2004 is when I, when I first tried to put the bottle down, I've had a, uh, some relapses over the years, you know, and now, uh, I'm nine years off of alcohol, which is, is powerful for me. That's a major, major issue. And like, you know, I slipped up, I was smoking weed again for a little while. And so, I'm like uh, 81 days clean and sober off of, you know, marijuana. And that's, that's been a really like growing. I've learned a lot about myself, you know, cause I, in COVID man, I just got like complacent, man. And I was like, I just want to smoke some weed, you know, but it just, all that did was amplify all my insecurities and all my, all the noise in my head, it just amplified all the bullshit. I'm like, what, the, what am I doing to myself? You know? So for me really uncovering all that, that madness and, and confronting it as it comes up in my life is what's given me the opportunity to like survive um, and to thrive, you know, cause it's not all, my life is not all pain. There's a lot of beauty and a lot of things to be grateful for. I got a fucking awesome wife. I got an amazing children. I got great friends that love me even through my crazy, you know what I mean? And uh, I got music. I got fucking rock and roll. We got our fans. I got new friends. You know, this cat Jarris, it's like, this is, it's, it's cool to be able to like bold enough and brave enough to put myself out there continuously and create new music. Like we just found out we got another gold record. Help went gold. Holy shit. Our song board for greatness is like inches away from going gold. And I'm just like, man, I got to keep, trudging this road because the more and more that I that I face these things that have kind of tweaked me the fuck out like the, the good things happen man I just got to get out the way dude sometimes I'm my own worst enemy bro mm -hmm. just the facts well, Jarris, you're you're, facts. you're on the upslope you know that we're talking about with, with Jacoby from 20 years ago I mean you're finding this success right now um are, are you able to kind of get a handle on all of this as, as it's ramping up yeah I you know I'm, I'm a completely sober like person, you know, like I don't, I don't drink or, or do drugs or anything like that. And I just never, I never really have, I went through a phase of smoking weed for like a couple of years straight where I was like really into it. And then I was like, what am I doing? This isn't who I am. Like I need to like, just be sober and like, just be me, you know? So I really, <clears throat> I have been lucky enough to like have a really good grasp on like, not letting myself fall into those kinds of destructive habits. And, um, you know, I'm not perfect. It's not like, it's not like it could never happen. You know, I don't know, but I feel really good, like about everything. And I've always had a good 
head on my shoulders and I feel like I've always been able to maintain, you know, relative like emotional, just like poise through like stressful situations and stuff. And, um, and this is the best kind of stress there is, you know, like give me more. If this is what stress is like, then, you know, I want the whole, I want the whole thing. You know (laughs) what I mean? Like, so I'm just kind of like, you know, it's been a really, not to say that it hasn't been like challenging, obviously, like it's, it's a lot to go from my bedroom to like signing a major deal to moving to LA to sharing the stage with Papa Roach to getting millions of streams and like going viral over and over again and like comments and weird messages and like all kinds of stuff. Like it is a lot to like go from zero to a hundred in the, like in a few months, mm-hmm. you know, like the way it's happened. But also I'm kind of one of those like people that always knew that like this is my path and like always knew that music was what I was going to do. And like it was just going to, it was just a matter of time, you know? So now that it's happening, I'm like, okay, like I'm not surprised. <laughs> like it's happening. I, this is what I've imagined in my head for, for years. And it just so happens that I'm living it now. And it kind of feels the way I thought it was going to feel. Manifested completely right there. I, uh, I bring up something on my sword because this isn't the only kind of collaboration. You, you've also got Chad Kroger from Nickelback on there with a, a, a remix uh, uh, of Damn. Nickelback, Papa Roach sort of came to prominence from the same era. What is it about that time in rock that maybe speaks to you? It's just, it's what I grew up loving. You know, it's what I grew up listening to. And to me, it's an era of music that has been sort of it's had a lot of haters, you know, it's, it's kind of had a lot of trash talkers about it. And it's also been sort of just kind of feels forgotten or something like people forgot that rock was dominating the billboard charts and like yeah. the early two thousands and even like, you know, from basically, you know, all throughout 2000, 2000 to 2010, basically, you know, rock and, and alternative rock and even like some hard rock and stuff, you know, was, dominating the charts and it was like the cool thing to listen to it was what was hot and basically you know uh from 2010 to 2020 you know to me rock has not been that you know it's it has been kind of shoved to the wayside for you know newer and and that's just the way it goes you know i get new things come along all the time and and you know new pushes out the old and all you know everything just always goes like this but um I've always grown up loving rock and metal and like, I just want, I, I feel so passionate now about like making it sound cool again, making it sound new again. And people, it feels, just feels like it's a genre that has just gotten stuck in the mud in a lot of ways. And it needs a young, new, like flag bearer, you know, it needs a new, it needs a new push to to be to like to dominate again you know what i mean and so that's that's what and it's all and it's all just basically from my love of like what i grew up listening to like it's just it's what i know it's what i grew up listening to it's what has influenced me the most so of course like my music is gonna touch you know it's gonna pull from from that stuff we're we're all influenced by some something you know you can't it's impossible it's like even like everything new comes from two comes from at least two existing things, even humans, 
you know, yeah. like it's just the way things are like in order to make a new thing, you have to take something that already exists and combine, combine it and make something new. And that's how it's always been. So thinking about that time, I mean, it was, as you're saying, it was a time when heavier music, much heavier music had become mainstream. Uh, I mean, I, I remember it well, I was in the mix of all of that for like Papa Roach and even really going back and, and revisiting a lot of these songs, listening, reading a lot of these lyrics, you know, it didn't seem like it was aggression for aggression's sake. And I think that was one of the attractive things about Papa Roach. Like there was yeah. a message, you were a storyteller. Do you feel like the message was heard at the time? Absolutely. I feel like it was heard, man. I think it was uh, because when I went out on the road and I just met all these fans that were like, yo, this song saved my life. Your band saved my life. This record saved my life. And I, I've heard I've heard that time and time over and over and over. And I'm like, yeah, man, this is purpose driven music. I started to realize like we found our, our space in 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 rock and in the creative fabric of music. And it is heard. And fuck, man, it's it's I'm grateful for that. I really am. If if I were I hate to say the word if I were to die tomorrow. Right. Like I feel like I've with P. Roach, like we made a mark we've 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 made an impression and you know i got a lot more to say i mean we got a whole record like our, our we got a whole record done and ready to drop next year so obviously we got a lot a lot to say but uh it is definitely i'm grateful that we have been heard and uh have not gone unnoticed before that record drops of course as we mentioned at the beginning of this there's a uh, a new greatest hits coming out the best of uh best of two the better noise years yeah. which i think is one of the great titles right there the better noise years uh yeah. and i'll just quickly bring that up too because there's uh there's more um broken as me you got a new version of that right with uh with danny wars of uh, asking alexandria on there and it seems like there has been a bit of house cleaning like re-recording his songs i know the pandemic's put part of that in play but there's also yeah. that seems to always be the thing when you're an artist and you've been around for long enough you have that nagging thing where you hear one of your old songs you're like oh, i wish i could just do that one thing to that song has that been a little bit of this what's going on us really it's just a way to celebrate the music to be honest for me it's like once i'm once we've done something it's like i can i can play the shoulda woulda coulda game with it but it's like like jared said it's a snapshot in time and so for us, this was a way to like re-record these pieces and then also throw them out to other artists and see what they would do with these pieces. And so we have a few different uh, reimaginations of other songs that are that are in, in the works as well. And so COVID is, has given us the opportunity and the time to go in and instead of being on the road and being out there and slugging it out, it's like, all right, well, how can, how can we fuck with this old shit a little bit while we're writing new stuff? And it just keeps the creative wheels turning. And for us, I think it's like, if we stop, you know, it feels like you just, you're going to get rusty and you ain't going to get back and get your groove back. So we just keep moving, you know? Well, it's so rare that any band gets a uh, number two best of. So yeah, it, it bugs me out. I'm like, what's the point of this shit anyways? <laughs> and it's like, okay. but hey, man, it's it's another way to, to create something to celebrate this legacy that we worked so hard to create. And uh, it's, fucking dope man like I, I gotta pinch myself sometimes and go yo this is this is really happening like you know i got to pick out the vinyl for this thing and i'm tripping through all these dope different vinyl and i'm like that stuff is fun to me and you know developing the artwork and the layout and you know we know this is a collector's piece right this is like this is something for the hardcore fans out there 
and and we put something really special together for the fans and you know so it, it is a rad a rad time for our band and you know to be celebrated by our homie right here jaris bringing some fire to that track last resort that's another piece you know the, another iron in the fire another thing that stakes our claim and like we ain't fucking going nowhere we're still here we're still ripping it we got more to say more to come you know we'll uh, flip it the other way real quick jaris what's uh, you know we, we've heard that jacoby's 2021 20, and 22 plans what's uh, what's coming up for you next yeah dude i just i'm on a course for world domination <laughs> hey. yeah I just, um, you know, part of this like conversation to me is, it's really like, you, we, it's easy to get so caught in the weeds and like, so like into all the details and so everything. And it's like, at the end of the day, like we probably all got into music for the same reason and that it's just fun. <laughs> it's fun yeah. and it feels good to do. So, you know, of course the last resort reloaded has gotten a whole handful of haters and stuff and, to me, it's just, it's just, it's not that serious, you know. It's it's music. It's fun. It's it's for. I'm doing it because we're doing it because we love it and it's fun to do. And that's and that's what I always want to come out of my music. And that's what I feel like rock has lacked. It's just feels like it's just gone to taking itself way too seriously. And you know, it used to be the soundtrack to good times. It used to be the music that would piss your parents off and all that stuff. And it just lost that. And so, my plan for 2021 is is to bring that back and to, you know, let everybody know that rock is about to dominate the the 20s. But but it's not going to sound like the same. You know, it's not going to sound like your mom's. You know, it ain't going to sound like Metallica. You know yeah, what I mean? Right, like, right. it's not going to sound like it came. It's it's going to sound like it came from the future. It's going to sound like it came from 2030. And and that's what it needs to be exciting and be fun. And, you know, I just get so excited about the idea of like, man, what is music going to sound like in 10 years? Like, whoa, what kind of music is there going to be? What kind of genres are going to be? It's just for some reason, that question really just gets me out of bed in the morning. I don't know why it just does. It's so fascinating to me. So I just want to play whatever part I'm destined to play in that. Uh, I appreciate that. I, I've said the same thing that for rock to survive, it has to be a little dangerous, at least a little bit. It can be a lot dangerous, but it has to be a little bit dangerous. Yeah, um, man, I feel that. I will say this real quick, just to jump in. You know, in hip hop music, there's this, there's this thing that ha has happened throughout the, the course of that genre's life where it's like old school hip hop came came through and then this new hip hop was coming through and the, and the elders of the scene would embrace the next genre and the next scene and the next scene and the next scene. And it seems like that kind of lacks in rock and roll. Like we're real good putting things in boxes and going, how do we separate this from that? And how is this sub post, yeah. you know, emo, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And I'm like, fuck, let's just embrace each other, y'all. Let's like, let's lift each other up and, and let's learn from each other in this rock world. And, and that'll be the thing that helps evolve it. So I look at a lot of these young cats that are coming out with music and I'm like, I celebrate it, man. I think it's cool to watch people push it in their own way and in their own, you know, bring their own fresh talent to, to what they think rock can be. And so I'm not one of those cats. It's like, what are you doing to rock and roll these days? <laughs> it's like, Zeppelin was that Led Zeppelin. We don't need to hear Led Zeppelin again. We already got him. You know what I mean? Like, who's the next shit? So yeah, that's my two cents. And that state, that energy of like, what are you doing to rock? That like kind of 
cranky old man energy is exactly what rock always fought against you know rock rock was always the genre that got that reaction from people whoa what are you this isn't music what are you doing and to see like rock fans just go this isn't music this isn't real rock this isn't whatever i'm like you just turned into exactly what it's like <laughs> like you became what you always fought against right no, I think it's really fun watching what the two of you all are doing with each other. Uh, the music uh, together, apart. Uh, Jairus, I'm so looking forward to seeing where you do take rock. Uh, I, I appreciate the mentality that you've got here. It, that's important. Congratulations on my sword to begin Thanks. with. Uh, Jacoby, congratulations on 20 years of being a powerhouse in rock and for everything to come, man. It's been great talking to the both of you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate it, man. Chat you do, brother. Take care out there. We'll For see real. you both around. Oh, yeah. Right, Thank bye. you. Thanks. My thanks, Jacoby and Jarris Johnson. Again, uh, Papa Roach has a new greatest hits on the way. Uh, Jarris Johnson, the brand new debut EP is called My Sword with plenty more to come from him as well. Thanks to you for checking out this episode. Please do hit that subscribe button before you get out of here so you can keep up with all of the great interviews that we put out every single week. iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, or again, YouTube has the video version of this and all of my interviews as well. Kyle Meredith with wherever you get podcasts from afterward head over to wfpk.org that's where i do a show monday through friday 6 p.m eastern an hour full of song premieres music news anniversary spins bonus interviews and really fun themes again monday through friday starting at 6 p.m eastern at wfpk.org consequence of sound has your music and film news you can also find me on the social media spots uh, instagram twitter and facebook all three of them at kyle meredith i'm also over on tiktok at kyle meredith 81 please like and follow along wherever you hang out and make sure to say hi while you're at it that does it for another edition i'm kyle meredith i'll see you next time Consequence Podcast Network. I'm Lior Phillips, host of This Must Be The Gig. We're a weekly podcast that documents everything about the world of live music. Speaking with choreographers, costume and set designers, the people who run beloved venues and festivals, and, of course, speaking with musicians about that one gig that changed their lives. Get your peek behind the curtain at consequenceofsound.net Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org, from Louisville Public Media. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.